Cleveland State University let a disgraced Cuyahoga County official apply for a $140,000 a year job 10 months after the deadline and then gave him the position. Nearly all Ohio school districts have committed to being back in the classroom by March 1st, and large numbers of Ohioans have been the targets of unemployment fraud. It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Wednesday, January 20th. It's Inauguration Day. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Cleveland State University did not merely hire the disgraced former personnel chief from Cuyahoga County while he was on probation for committing crimes on the job. It let him apply for the $140,000 a year job 10 months after the deadline for applications. That revelation comes through a public records request by reporter Courtney Astolfi, who has been trying to understand why the college chose Dykes for the job over all the other candidates, dozens of them. Dykes left his cabinet position with County Executive Armand Budish because of deception, and he pleaded guilty to obstruction of justice as a result. He tried to repay the county $10,000 for a bonus he gave an employee by making it look like the money came from someone else. Cleveland State appears to think that kind of behavior is okay in a top human resources official, so okay that it bypassed all of the other candidates who applied by the deadline. Some 96% of Ohio's public school districts have agreed to return to school buildings at least partially by March 1st. That condition is key to school districts being supplied with coronavirus vaccine doses. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine emphasized in all previous school staff vaccination plans that the distribution was contingent on the districts working with the state to return to in-person or hybrid learning by March 1st. The projected timeline for vaccinations to begin for school staff was February 1st. DeWine announced Tuesday that school staff will not be competing for space at hospitals or retail providers of the vaccination. Schools can work with local health departments for their own vaccine administration. Cuyahoga County plans for pods where teachers can drive up to receive their vaccines. Ohio officials are dealing with a large number of fraud attempts with unemployment. Lieutenant Governor John Houston said Tuesday that even he has been the victim of an attempted fraud with someone filing for unemployment in his name. He said the fraud attempts are compelling state workers to slow down the awarding of unemployment benefits so they can verify legitimate claims and weed out the fraud. Houston said he did not have an exact number, but understood it to be quite large, and he gave a warning to Ohioans about cybersecurity and the need to take precautions. Social media sites like Nextdoor.com are filled with complaints by Ohio residents about people filing for unemployment in their names. Greater Cleveland Regional Transit Authority trustees on Tuesday agreed to participate in a pilot program with the Cuyahoga County Board of Health aimed at reducing infant mortality rates by providing free rides to new and expectant mothers. Under the Baby on Board program, RTA will use up to $100,000 in grants from the Ohio Department of Transportation, to provide free monthly transit passes to pregnant women and new mothers in the 44108, 
44110 and 44112 zip codes, which includes portions of Cleveland's east side, East Cleveland, and Cleveland Heights. The Board of Health selected those three zip codes because they have very high rates of infant mortality, and women often cite transportation issues as a primary reason for missing medical appointments. Cuyahoga County's infant mortality rates are among the highest in the nation and reflect large racial disparities. Letters meant for prisoners at an Ohio prison accidentally were diverted to a Cuyahoga County Clerk of Courts employee who, along with a co-worker, became sick after touching them. The large envelope contained seven letters to inmates at the Southern Ohio Correctional Facility in Lucasville. The prison rejected the letters because of the suspicious return address label that said the mail came from the clerk of court's office. The employee opened the letters, and within about 40 seconds, her hands tingled and shook and her heart raced. The woman's supervisor also touched the letters and felt similar symptoms. Both went to St. Vincent Charity Hospital, where they were checked and released. No substance fell out of the envelopes. A Cleveland hazmat crew conducted a quick test of the letters, but came back with nothing to show. Drug-soaked letters sent to prisoners have become a common and widespread way for dealers to sell drugs to inmates behind bars in recent years. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 